Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Got a great show planned for you. And uh, unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately difficult times. And so tonight's topic is going to be really how to take care of ourselves in this um, dark time. Seeing what's happening and... um, yeah, and, and I wish I had a magic bullet, uh, three quick, easy tricks, uh, you know, easy tips and tools as a way to kind of work through all this. But what's going on around us warrants a lot of the responses that we're having. Remember, mental health is not the absence of fear, anxiety, worry, depression, or stress. It's the management of that because at times like now, it's a healthy response to have some stress, some anxiety, some fear, some depression, some, you know, I I want those things to galvanize us. I want them to be motivating. I want them to force us to take action. But mental health, again, is not you know, humming a tune and smiling and having, you know, rainbows pop out of your butt during a difficult, dark time, like what's happening right now in our country, we should feel bad. That's an appropriate response. It's mentally healthy to feel appropriate responses to the appropriate levels of severity of what's happening and bad, bad things are happening. So, you know, am I going to give you some toxic positivity tonight? Absolutely not. There, <laughs> yeah. But we're going to have some real talk about how to best manage our mental health while all this is happening. Because again, mental health is not about denying or making bad appropriate feelings and responses. We, we acknowledge what we're feeling, but we also don't amplifies, catastrophize, or dramatize. We sit in the middle and we truly feel what we're feeling. We don't amp it up. We don't crank it down if it's an appropriate response. And again, right now, let me say it differently. If you are not feeling anxious, stressed, or worried, then either your head is buried so far up that you can't see anything and that's a bummer, wake up, or, well, or you're... <laughs> going to have quite a show because you might be someone who is a fan of um, the loss of body autonomy. You might be someone who doesn't care about life and maybe you're a um, MAGA Republican. I don't know. God bless. But uh, the show, the show is going to be about, you know, those that want body autonomy, those that actually care about life. And um, remember, if we don't even have control over our bodies, we are not free. If you don't get to decide what happens to your body, you are not free. If you live in a country like ours where the government and elected officials and appointed officials get to tell you what to do with your own body, you are not free. You are not living in a free country. America is not a free country. If women 
and people that have uteruses and people that can get pregnant, non-binary individuals, trans individuals, cis individuals, if they do not get to decide what happens to their body, like what is happening right now in some states, then we are not a free country. That is the bare minimum. Body autonomy is the bare minimum. You Mental health is rooted in the freedom and liberation to determine what happens to you and your body and around you. It's, it's the basic, basic piece. We talk about in a lot of, um, in a lot of behavioral, uh, behavioral sciences and psychological sciences, we talk about things like learned helplessness, where you are shown over and over that you have no power and that you can't, you can't uh, advocate for yourself. And there's a lot of people that are starting to feel that. Um, we're, we're advocating for black lives to matter. We're advocating for trans rights and trans lives to matter. And now <laughs> we are now worrying about the removal of the most basic human rights, not to mention civil rights, but just human rights. It's heartbreaking. Um, it is toxic for an individual to be forced to carry a birth or a child or a life, however you frame it, when that is something that is not right for them when that is something that is not what they want. It doesn't have to have been a mistake or rape or molestation. If someone got pregnant and they realize it's not right for them or it's not something they want or they don't want that to happen to their body, my God, they have to be given the opportunity to have choices as to how to handle and manage that. Um, There's a lot of rhetoric going around and we're not really gonna break it down. We've talked about it a little bit, but it is a reproductive justice issue. It is a mental health issue. It is a human rights issue. It is a people that have a uterus and can get pregnant body autonomy issue. And unfortunately, it's the exploited and marginalized that are gonna be punished again with losing right, the legal right to abortions. Uh, People that are black, people that are of color, people that are unhoused, people that are not of financial privilege. If you are a wealthy white cis hetero person, you can travel out of state. Not everyone has that financial and social support and access to that, and it's heartbreaking. So tonight we're gonna talk about the big global question WTF, like what now, what do we do? And it's, it's, it's band-aids y'all, because this is happening and this is real and we don't know what else is to come. And so tonight's show is not about how do I smile and skip through the day? Because you can't, you're feeling appropriate feelings to true oppressive and violent things that are happening around you. But we're going to be talking about how do we still manage our mental health? Because there are ways to still take care of ourselves to an extent and to function to an extent. So that's what we're going to be focusing on tonight. And of course, the DMs will be open. So if you have a question for us or a topic, put them in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. And when we come back, we're going to start by just talking about, hey, how do you know that it's time for you to take a little bit of a mental health break? And then we'll talk about what that should look like. Stick around. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, y'all, we're back. And we're talking about how to determine whether or not you need a little bit of a mental health break because ah, of everything that's going on. And pretty much... If you're not upset or worried or taking action, then um, you're probably part of the problem or you're siding with the oppressor. That's right. To sit in silence is to support and side with the oppressor because the oppressor is uh, actively, actively removing human, civil, and basic rights um, in act. Yeah. And so we can't be sitting in silence. And that's the first thing I want to point out. We're going to get into action steps later. But I wanted to just remind everyone, let this be something that radicalizes you. The Democrats are too soft. The Republicans are nasty, violent, oppressive uh, party, and they go hard. And the Democrats are too soft. It's why I'm a radical. I don't think it's about, you know, just moving the seats around. No, no, we got to burn the whole thing down and rebuild certain parts of the system because they're not working. The system was never set up for anyone other than white cis hetero people of means, period, end of story. The system was never set up to protect people of color. The system was never set up to protect trans people. And the system was never uh, set up to protect gay or queer people. I put those in two different camps, gay being same sex, sexuality, queer being people that are in the non-normative space in terms of gender, relationality, sexuality. But the system was never set up to protect those people, <laughs> the people that need protecting, oddly enough. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of people are, are feeling oppressed and a lot of people are feeling really bad and uh, it's very understandable and it falls on the shoulders of all of us. We've talked about this at, at length on other um, shows of The Love Line where you know, it's the it's on the work of white people to help get rid of and dismantle racism because that's who creates it and sustains it and who it serves. It is on the shoulders of men to help take care of women and people with uteruses and cis people to help take care of trans people. We all need to get involved in this. This impacts all of us. Um, this shouldn't just be on the shoulders of those that are most oppressed by it. And again, we're talking about the overturning of Roe versus Wade and what that means as states immediately went into effect with their triggers, trigger laws, and just threw things down and started closing centers. And remember when they talk about closing places like Planned Parenthood, that is a place where a lot of people go to get generalized healthcare. I've sent many patients there. I've gone to Planned Parenthood. What? You're a man. Yeah, that's right. I've gone there for STD and STI testing. Yeah, these are, this is a, this is a health service. Uh, it is not just about abortions, but those should be accessible to everyone. Um, and again, if your religion prohibits abortions, then don't get one, but you don't get to follow your religion and use it to oppress other people. Um, that's gross and that's violent. And that's also what we call fascism. So I want people to radicalize around this. I want them to realize the democratic party was not ever going to take care of us too sweet, too soft. They're all about playing within the bounds, within the rules and just making some tweaks and changes. We need to be radicals, which means get rid of these systems that aren't working and aren't serving us. Get loud, take to the streets. Um, we're taking action, but we're going to talk quickly about how we know it's time to take a mental health break. And there's a couple key points I want you to think about. 
Um, and I also want you to ask yourself, if you are unbothered or unfazed by what's going on around you, I want you to sit and ask yourself why that is. Why is it that you are not impacted? Or why is it that you don't think you are? Why is it that you don't care about what's happening? Excuse me to those that need your care, support, and your voice. Um, I, I think there's definitely some work for you to do. But for the rest of us that um, are tied into our ethics and our politics and our empathy and we're upset about what's going on, the first sign that you're possibly heading towards some bad mental health stuff, we'll just use the word burnout. It's not the right word, but I'm going to use that word. I don't want to dramatize. Is you can't focus. If your mind <laughs> is distracted and those wheels are crackalacking and turning and you are overly focused, um, this over-focus, this distraction, right, is the, a sign of a lot of stress. And stress plays an important role in a lot of different chronic health issues. So let's just call that out for a second. Uh, cardiovascular disease, psychological disorders, uh, it impacts your work, your relationships, impacts everything. Um, so what do we do if we can't focus? Well, the first sign is I want you to identify that that's what's happening for you and that that means you need to take some actions. What we can do? Well, first off, we're asking for help. We are not trying to just push through and do more. I said that in terms of even energy. If you're tired, you need a nap. If you're tired, you need to do less. You don't need more coffee. You don't need to push through. You don't need to drink a Red Bull. When we're overwhelmed or we're stressed, the answer is always to, to do less, to do less. I've been advocating on almost every show for people to already be doing less, whether you feel stressed or not, and to be doing 70% in every area of your life max so as to never get to burnout. People that are trying to go for 100% all the time in everything, at the gym, at work, at home, whatever it is, you're heading towards burnout and you're keeping your body in a constant state of stress. Go for 70% max. We're not trying to be perfect. We're not trying to be optimal. We're trying to center our mental health, rest, joy, pleasure. So especially if you're unable to focus, do less, delegate, ask people for help. Say to your boss, uh, hey boss, I'm sure you're aware of everything that's going on in the world. Yeah, thanks. And I'm sure that you're a human and I'm a human and this is a human moment. I need to take some work off my plate. I need someone else to take over. I need to have some projects shifted around. Hey boss, maybe other people are feeling that way as well. Maybe you can take you know projects off of all of our plates. Maybe you can be have a human moment with all of us. Ask your supervisor for help. If we're talking about stuff at home, ask your husband or wife or partner to do more. Ask your children to do more. Ask a neighbor because we're focused on community care. Ask a neighbor, a friend, a family member to help. We're trying to have realistic boundaries and expectations on ourselves. And right now we have to have very low expectations. If you're not able to even ground yourself enough to focus, you are already heading towards some psychological issues. So I want us to realize it from the front end. Set boundaries, take things off your plate and off your schedule. Book out time ahead of you, thinking ahead where you just have downtime, space to do nothing but rest, do something that brings you joy and pleasure. We'll talk more about that. Right now we're just looking at the signs that something's up and not being able to focus or stay centered is the number one sign. We're gonna talk about the other three, but that's the first one I want us to ask ourselves about. And also, you might have a friend, family member, colleague, or loved one who isn't listening to tonight's show and isn't able to identify that. You might see that in them. Help educate them. Hey, you say to them lovingly, it looks like you're struggling to focus. Is everything okay? And they might say, no, this is going on and that's going on and I'm watching the news and blah, blah, blah. And you can say to them, hey, it looks like you're headed towards some psychological issues. Is there anything I can do? 
you know? All right, we're going to come back and talk more about this. Stick around. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be back. All right, y'all, we're back, and we're just kind of looking at what are the signs that maybe your mental health isn't doing so great, and you're heading towards the wrong direction as a result of everything that's going on around us. First one we were calling out is if you're having trouble focusing, yes, that's a sign. The other one is your relationships are suffering. The important relationships in your life are suffering because you don't have the time, care, energy, or attention to put into them. That is a sign that you are overwhelmed, and you're heading towards or already in some psychological issues, again, as a result of what's going on in the world around us. We're talking about the gun laws. We're talking about everything, but right now we're also focused on Roe versus Wade and that whole constellation of things. People are worried about other rights being taken. People are worried about the Republican party, uh, whether or not the Democrats are stepping in and actually doing anything. They need to toughen up. Um, there's a lot happening. So we're looking out for a mental health. If your relationships are suffering, that's a problem because remember all these are intersecting. And I want you again to be, to be focusing unless social connection is an important part of our generalized mental health. It is part of how we do general self-care. It's part of which adds joy to our life. It's also part that uh, part of our lives that helps us function higher. It's also a resource, a coping mechanism. We want to be able to participate fully in that. Um, so if we're already seeing issues in that, then that means we're not able to access it and be a part of it in the healing ways that we need it. These connections can lead to isolation, exhaustion, burnout, depression, heightened anxiety. And so again, we need to be able to access our relationships. So if your relationships are suffering because you don't have the time, care, energy, or attention, that again is another red flag, just like the inability to focus that you really need to pause and start to prioritize your mental health before everything else gets washed away with it. That these are the key signifiers. These are the red flags. These are, these are the things on your car's dashboard that light up and you're like, ah, something's wrong and I better manage it. I don't want to wait till all the lights are lit up and the car literally just stalls on the highway. So this is one of the things popping up. That's like, Hey, low gas. That's, that's when you can't focus. And then another one pops up. It's like air, air pressure in your tires. That's your relationships are suffering. And you're like, okay, how many of these things do I need to have pop up before I pull my car into uh, you know, um, the, the car dealer or the uh, auto body. I can't even think. That's how stressed I am. <laughs> I spend all day long with my patients processing what's going on in the world, and I also am dealing with it. That's for another show, though. Uh, but the relationship suffering is a problematic one. So what can you do? Well, it depends. You either need to back off and back down and breathe or communicate to your friends, loved ones, and, and, and whatnot. Hey, this is what's going on with me. Just you know, lovingly hang tight with me. Or maybe you need to actually spend more time with them. You have to kind of figure that out. Another sign that your mental health is probably tanking or you're heading towards that as a result of all that's going on in the world. And again, later in the show, we're gonna talk about ways to do our best to take care of ourselves while this is happening. But these are the signs that uh, you need to wake up a little bit. You're showing physical signs of stress. That means this stress has now been somaticized or internalized and it's not being dealt with and it's showing up in your body. Yeah. And that th there's fatigue. There's what can feel like anxiety in your body stress, maybe you're, work, you're not able to sleep or you're sleeping, but you're waking up still tired. Also, ready for this one? This is the fourth sign, and this is another big one, that you're not taking care of your mental health as a result of everything that's going on because we're internalizing a lot of the stress and a lot of the fear. Whatever your normal self-care routine is, it's not there anymore. 
you literally aren't either able to settle into it or you don't have the time and space for it or you're just not able to fully participate. And that's vital. Um, Because remember, we wanna be aware of what the signs are in our life that we are off course, right? Like I know what the benchmarks are for me in in, in a typical day or a typical week. And if I'm not able to participate or access those things or receive the benefits of those things, I know something's off. Um, and you know, not taking care of yourself, uh, in terms of sleep, making, you know, if you're not getting full amount of sleep, if you're not, uh, focusing properly on your eating, meaning eating enough and eating often enough and focusing maybe on nutritious things because your system right now, most needs a lot of vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's a sign that you have to refocus. Um, because we don't, again, we don't want to wait. <laughs> we want to take care of ourselves before we get there. It's kind of going to always talk about burnout. We're trying to not live in burnout or get to burnout. This is, we're trying to not wake up with full blown diagnosable depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress, et cetera, et cetera, as a result of all that's going on. And so we're trying to identify the issues on the front end. That's why I'm using the car example. You don't want to wait till your car breaks down on the highway because every dashboard light is on. The minute we see a light go on, we're like, ah, something's wrong. I need a tune-up. You know, the gas is low. Okay, got that. The, the tires need some pressure. Got that. Oil change. Got that. Whatever else those other lights are. There's there's actually two right now in my car, and I'm like, I don't know exactly what that one says, so I'm actually going to drop my car off. So re- reminder to self. Um, all right, we're going to come back and do some DMs, and then we're going to focus on what can we literally do? <laughs> what do we have access to that can help us to some extent in this difficult time? Because we should feel bad. There are bad things happening. That's mentally healthy. We're not living in denial. That's not mental health, and we're not doing toxic positivity either right now. Stick around. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be back. All right, y'all, we are back, and now it's time to uh, slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. All right, let's see what we got. This one says, hey, Dr. Chris, none of my friends like my girlfriend. Ooh, none. That's always my question. Is that dramatic? Are we being dead on? Because not to diverge from the question, because we haven't even gotten to it yet, but I can imagine where that's going. Remember, Our brains tend to have a negative, not tend to, our brains do have a negativity bias, negativity bias. Yes, I said that correctly. And also we make things a little extreme. So be very thoughtful when we say things like always, never, because none of your friends, is that accurate? Because if none of your friends like your girlfriend, then yes, that's a red flag. Something's going on because I'm going to assume as I have to always on the show that the people around us are healthy and we trust them. And if not, we shouldn't be around them. So I'm going to assume your friends are good people that you trust. Otherwise they wouldn't be around you and you wouldn't be around them. And so if none of them like her, that's a red flag before we even get your question. If you have your, if you have friends that are unhealthy, then don't be around them. And of course we, you know, discredit their opinions. If some of your friends like her and some don't, well, that's a different story, but I'm going to go with the absolute, use the word none. I'm going to hope you're healthy enough to not be catastrophizing, although most likely you aren't because everyone does tend to do that. But let's go with the question. None of them like her at all. They say she's controlling and that you're not, and that I'm not myself with her. But now I feel like I'm put in the middle of it. They want me to either choose her or them, and I don't feel like that's fair. Is there a way to keep everyone happy? Yes, they don't need to be around your girlfriend. 
No one does. It is okay to do romance time with your partner and friend time with your friend. I don't know where you got the idea that everyone has to always run together in a group. Ah, that's right. Because in our culture, we don't understand that we're allowed to get our needs met with different people at different times in different ways. Again, when I'm dating someone, I generally don't spend a lot of time with them and their friends or them with me and my friends. I prefer deeper levels of intimacy. So if I'm going to spend time with a friend, I go spend time with that friend. If I want to see a different friend, I go spend time with that friend. My friends don't all know each other because I don't feel the need to be part of a herd mentality. <laughs> That's what a lot of people do. They, they, it's all about conformity and keeping up with group thought. So she doesn't need to be around them and they don't need to be around her. Case closed. Where's the idea that they need to have a relationship with, with her? They don't. Go on date night. Tuesday night, Thursday night, Sunday's date night. Wednesday and Friday are friend night where you just go out with your friends and you don't have to worry about your relationship. And then the other day is family day where you just go spend time alone with your family. Case closed, problem solved. Just remember, not everyone has to like everyone, but if literally every single one of your friends doesn't like your girlfriend, there might be something to examine or to make out of that. But again, they don't need to be around them. Case closed. You don't have to get rid of her. Um, and you don't have to worry about making everyone happy. So say that to your friends. I, I get it, and I will make sure y'all don't have to be around each other. And if something arises like, I don't know your birthday, you're going to rely upon the fact that they're all healthy adults and that you know we're forced at all times in the world to be around people we don't enjoy, but we have boundaries and imp impulse control and kindness and things like that. And so I wouldn't worry so much about that. Bam, problem solved. Uh, if you got a DM for us, drop in the DMs on our love line, IG page, questions, topics, things you want us to hit, circle back, drop deeper into. Love to hear from y'all because as you're helping yourself out, you're also helping someone else out. So uh, DMs are always open. That's the love line IG page. Drop them all in there, y'all. Anything under the wider rubric of psychology, we'd love to hear from you. Past episodes of the show over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for love line and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share. Why? Because we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of things to unlearn. We got a lot. We need new visions, new perspectives. We have to learn how to work with our thinking. That's one of the number one things I'm trying to bring to the show and into my clinical practice with my patients more and more and more is people examining their thought process. And that was this, this story is an example of that. Uh, there's absolutes in here. There's possible catastrophizing. Um, not right sizing things. And so you'll start to notice as you move through the world, <laughs> people don't think about their thinking. They, they buy into their thinking. If they feel a feeling, they just absolutely get, you know, caught up in it, buy into it, believe it and go do mood dependent behavior. But healthy people think about their thinking. They think about their feelings and then they decide after they've that sat and thought about both what they then want to go do. That's what a healthy person does. Unhealthy people just reactively act from it and throw something, say something, scream something, you know, it's a mess. All right, y'all, we'll be back though. Stick around more to come. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All right, y'all, we're back and we're talking about ways we can best attempt to take care of ourselves right now in this difficult time with everything that's going on around us. Um, because again, I, I want everyone to remember mental health isn't the absence of stress, depression, anxiety. Those are appropriate responses to things that are happening at times in our lives and in the world. And right now we should all be feeling those things. I just don't want them to reach a clinical level where we are not able to function in our lives in any meaningful way. You know, we can be feeling those things and still be able to participate 
in our activities of daily living, our ADLs, and also the things that give us a little bit of joy. So that's the balance. We're not trying to minimize or deny, but we're not amplifying or catastrophizing. We're just allowing, and we're going to try to be taking care of ourselves within that. So again, the goal isn't to have a, a smile on your face and to be skipping down the street, throwing glitter. The goal is to say, okay, I know what's going on around me, but it's, it's being dealt with in, in, in a manageable way within my psyche. I'm not denying it, but I'm not saturating myself. Let's break into some of it. In the earlier segments, we were talking about what are some of the signs, the early signs. Uh, the first one is you have to get better with tracking your thinking, which is something I want us to all do anyway. We have to get better at mindfully tracking our thinking. And when we are overly obsessing about what's going on in the news and politically, what's going on in the news and what's going on politically, we have to be able to stop ourselves, interrupt ourselves, pause ourselves. We don't want to be ruminating in this stuff. There is a point of saturation. For instance, when someone might be going through a breakup or a divorce, I'll say to them, make sure that is not all you are thinking about and talking about. Please do not every single day to the three friends you might talk to, make sure at some point that you talk about the breakup and how bad it feels. Give yourself a break from that. I'll say, maybe you take a day off because there's nothing new about your breakup or divorce to process. Give your friends a break. Give yourself a break. Give your nervous system and your psyche a break. I'll say, maybe give yourself the day off. Or if you're going to talk to three people today, only talk to one of them about the breakup and divorce. The other ones, talk about what's going on in the news. Talk about what you're watching on television. Talk about the other 95% of your life. We want to not obsess. And that's what I'm saying to y'all about what's going on in the news. Yes, we need to educate. Yes, we need to speak up. Yes, we need to talk about it, but not all day long to every single person every day in a row. You're going to burn yourself and everyone around you out because it's not just about your mental health. It's also about everyone else's. And if you're running in a squad like mine, we are talking and thinking about it nonstop and we're bouncing that anxiety back and forth. And I need a break from myself and from other people. So I know there's certain friends where when we get on the phone and we start getting into it because it's easy to drift into it. Sometimes I'm like, hey, actually, I'm going to stop us. Let's not talk this out. I just spoke about all this for an hour with another friend. My God, let's talk about some joyful, fun things that are also happening. There's nothing wrong with that. That is not denial. That is not denial. That is called adaptability and flexibility. And that is imperative in a time like this. So don't just live in an activated fight or flight state. Don't let your friends constantly keep you in or pull you in that state. Moderate it. Check in on it. They need a break. You need a break. Ask yourself, how much of my time did I spend today living in fight or flight activation or stress as a result of what's happening in the world around me? Do I need a break for the rest of the day? You know what I mean? Space it out. So that's the first one. Interrupt yourself. But in order to do that, you have to be thoughtful and track yourself. Everyone should be doing that anyway. How have I been? What's my thinking been like today? What is my thinking like right now? What have I been focusing on? We have control over our thinking. We just don't practice it enough. Strengthen that muscle. Now's the time. Also, make sure you're grounding yourself. It is a very vague concept to people that haven't dealt with trauma, people that have done a lot of trauma work and, and maybe even addiction with riding out cravings and whatnot will better understand these concepts. But for the rest of us, we have to remember, sometimes we just need to ground ourselves, which means step outside of the thinking and step into just the present moment. Just be in the present moment sometimes. Sometimes we have to just come back to center. And the way we do that is first off by focusing on our feet. Feel the earth under your feet. This is also what we do with people that are getting triggered and in trauma responses. Feel the ground underneath your feet and remind yourself, I'm sitting right now in my bedroom. I can feel the floor under my feet. It is firm. I am safely anchored to something. I'm safe right now. 
because it's very easy to feel unsafe. And for a lot of us, we shouldn't necessarily feel safe, but we can still ground ourselves in this moment for some anchoring. Then we can check in on our senses. Can I, it's always about the senses. What are three things I can see? What are three things I can hear? What are three things I can smell? We're bringing ourselves into the present moment by using our senses. Some people, they need to do five things. What are five things I can see? What are five things I can hear? What are five different things I can now smell? You have to move around and you work with that. Some people do five things I can see, two things I can hear, maybe one thing I can smell. It doesn't really matter the numbers. The point is, is just to be present in the moment and just to be able to settle and be soft and soothe just for a moment. We don't want to be living in a current state of activation with our mind wandering, not even being in our body. We need to found, find the earth below us. That's how we also write out cravings when we have a, you know, an addiction or a problematic relationship to drugs and alcohol, et cetera, et cetera. It's also how we do a lot of regulation if we are easily dysregulated in scenarios. That's how we bring ourselves back to the moment when we feel like we're spinning out. All right, we're going to talk more about how to manage this. And they'll be doing some DMs, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, we're back. And we're talking about how to take care of ourselves in this difficult time. Um, we're not going to be feeling great necessarily. We're not going to be smiling and uh, living in full-on joy because there are some things that are happening that are real. And our responses to it are appropriate if we're feeling a little bit, of, you know, a little off. But we don't want to be overwhelming, burning out, and pushing ourselves into some, you know, deeper, darker, more chronic mental health issues. And so we're talking about how to best take care of ourselves in this difficult time. Talking about just tracking your thinking and how much time you're spending in fight or flight AKA how much time am I spending keeping myself activated by talking about and thinking about all these different topics and we're stopping ourselves, interrupting ourselves, taking a break, helping others take a break. You know, we're calling it out. Hey, I've been talking about this all day. Let's talk about some other stuff. Um, maybe taking the day off or at least taking the next few phone calls off or taking the nighttime off. That's an important part. Also, we're talking about how to ground ourselves. Um, also, in, another thing we can do is movement. A lot of that energy, we have to we have to dispel it. We have to channel it. We have to force it out. So get up and move your body. It's a really good way to work through some of those feelings and that stress. Um, even if it's just three to five minutes, do jumping jacks. You know, do some push-ups, dance, go walk up and down the stairs, go walk around the block. It doesn't matter. Some of us naturally feel moved to do that. Go window shopping. You know, uh, go for a drive. But we sometimes need to move. Um, stillness isn't always the answer. It's not always about settling down and sitting still. Sometimes it's about discharging the energy and moving, um, move your muscles, get your heart rate up. Great stuff. Cause it's just good for us in general, but it's also a good way to work through all this energy. But again, a reminder, we're not, we're not necessarily saying, oh, but I don't feel better. It's not working. You're not going to feel better. There are active there, there is, there is oppression and violence actively being inflicted upon a lot of us right now with everything that's going on. And we're really what I'm holding in mind when I'm talking about this quote unquote difficult time is Roe versus Wade and what that means and what's coming next and all the things that are happening politically. And so, yeah, you're not going to feel great. We can't feel great. It's people that we care about or ourselves aren't safe. So we're, we're looking at how we can best take care of ourselves. So again, we're, we're moving our bodies. We're grounding ourselves. We're not, we're not letting ourselves obsess about this. Also, we're just completely doing things that are distraction distracting distraction is an acceptable thing to take ourselves completely out of the thought process or awareness of what's happening around us go do a home repair go work on an art project go watch a movie go masturbate for
for a couple hours. Go have sex for a couple hours. Go window shopping. Go shopping. Cook. I don't care. Go eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's outside on the park bench. Whatever is going to distract you and bring some pleasure and joy into your day. We are allowed to have pleasure and joy while mourning the grief and loss of a death. We're allowed to have pleasure and joy while dealing with stressors or traumas. We're allowed to have pleasure and joy while everything that's happening around us is happening. We're still allowed to carve that time out. In fact, it's mandatory or we will burn out and nothing will change. Or your mental health will tank maybe even more than it already is. Find ways to distract, read, watch movies, listen to music, use some medicinal marijuana if that's legal in your state, go for a cocktail with a friend. We are allowed to check out and distract 100%. You're allowed to do yoga, you're allowed to meditate, you're allowed to read a book, you're allowed to do all these other activities. We need it. So prioritize joy and pleasure and distraction. Absolutely. Um, another one that comes up, and we've talked about this on the show when we were talking about burnout. Again, we're talking about the few things we have access to that can help us to a little bit of an extent. So our mental health isn't tanking as a result of what's going on. It is not about trying to feel good as a result of what's going on. That is not possible. Connecting with nature. I don't know where y'all live. Maybe the best you can do is find a little plot of grass, take your shoes off and put your bare feet on that grass. But if you have access to hiking or the beach or the mountains, or backyard, go sit in it, stand in it, roll around in it. But I want your bare feet to touch the earth. That's the key. I want you to see it and smell it and touch it. Smell it. What do you smell? Breathe it in. What do you see? What do you hear? Let your bare feet touch it. That is part of grounding ourselves in nature. There are so many studies that support the impact of this. Let me throw some at you. Um, nature walkers, people that spend a lot of time in nature have quieter brains. Scans show this. Just looking at pictures of nature can improve your mood, another study showed. I think that's actually kind of fascinating. I'd rather actually be out in it, not just not just looking at pictures. Um, what are some of the other things that came up? And that was what was really difficult about this, researching this topic is it's band-aids because what's going on around us is is bad and i don't want people to numb out to it i want us to talk about it i want us to be angry i want us to get motivated to take action but it isn't something we have to live in all day long and it isn't something that has to take us down or has to have a negative impact on our lives beyond what it already is but please hear me we are still we are still paying attention to what's happening we are still taking action we're not um, we're not getting complacent and we're not getting rid of the empathy. It's quite the opposite, but we're also taking care of ourselves. And that's part of being in the helping professions is people talk about vicarious traumatization where you're traumatized by sitting and working with other people's trauma. And, and that has an impact on you. And we talk about that with people that do activism, you know, making sure you don't have compassion fatigue where you're burnout from just taking in and being a part of all that's happening. And so it's all about setting some of those boundaries, but still being able to meaningfully participate. But you can't do that if your battery is not charged. And that's what we're talking about. Like, how do we charge our battery in such a difficult, problematic time when people are scared and traumatized and we don't necessarily see help coming? You know, I worry about the Democratic Party. I don't think they're tough enough. I think we play too soft and too polite and, we look, and we're up against such a big bully. Um, we have to make some good trouble, you know? Um, and I'm sure a lot of the political shows are talking more about that. Um, I'm focusing on the mental health part because I don't want our mental health to tank as a result of this. I don't want us all dropping into deep anxiety disorders and deep chronic depression and you know, spiking rise in dr problematic drug and alcohol use. So do pay attention to what your coping mechanisms are. I want us to have a wealth of resources. I don't want us to over rely upon one. 
and um, be thoughtful about your drug and alcohol use at this time while also honoring that we're allowed to have joy, pleasure, and distraction at the same time. We have to find that really healthy in-between balance. Um, all right, we're going to come back and talk about a few more things we can do to deal with some socio-political stress. It's not ideal, kids. We're just trying to shave down the sharp edges a little bit so we can function, you know? Trust me, I'm doing the work too. It's hard. And we're still expected to show up every day and do all the other things we're supposed to do. I wish we could have a national holiday for a week and just collectively breathe and rest. But good luck with that one because, you know, capitalism. All right, y'all, we'll be back. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be back. All right, y'all, we're back and we're talking about how can we best take care of ourselves in difficult times like it's happening right now. Some people are calling it socio-political stress. I'm calling it uh, a traumatization and terror. Uh, we're feeling our feelings. We're not amplifying, dramatizing, or catastrophizing. We're just feeling them. Like we're not, we're not trying to deny them either, but we're trying to keep them manageable, you know? And that's why we're not swimming in it all day long. We're finding joy and pleasure and distraction. We're helping others by setting boundaries with them and they're setting boundaries with us. Um, another big one is limiting your intake, which means keeping off your phone and, and the news. Um, it's overwhelming. We don't need to know every moment by moment. So for some people, turn the, turn the TV off and watch a fun movie or stay off your phone because the feed constantly flooded on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram with all of this. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm sitting in it with my patients and I'm seeing it on my phone. It's on the news and like my poor nervous system, you know, I'm burnt out, I'm stressed. So we have to limit some of that. So again, pay attention to how much time you're spending with this stuff. It shouldn't be every day, all day around the clock. Also make sure you're participating in your normal self-care routine. That's a really important one. Still seeing friends and family, still going to bed on time, still eating every, you know, a couple, every couple hours, still drinking water. That's mandatory. Um, we're focusing on relaxation wherever we can find it. Take a nap, read a book. The other day I was joking, talking about magazines. I was like, read a magazine. Oh my God, does anyone even know what they are? Where do we buy them anymore? You know, it's funny when I see someone with a magazine, we're moving our bodies. Get out and move your body. You know, um, we're also recognizing our limits. We're setting limits to what we can do. There's only so much we can do. You know, I wish we could have a national holiday where we got a week off, but nope, got to keep people got to keep making money off our labor. It's capitalism. We're not allowed to recognize that there's so much going on that we're all burnt out and tired. They're like, nope, still got to get to school and get your homework assignment in. Like, really? Yep. Still got to get to work on time and produce at a high level. Like what? Really? Like, my God, there's such a ignoring, there's such a um, naivety, but also ignoring the mental health impact of things. And it's like, we can't just keep going as though we didn't just come out of COVID and we're trying to cope. And then we have to do with all these mass shootings we're trying to cope. And now we have our, 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 body autonomy being stolen and we're wondering what's coming next and Trump and his people are talking about white white supremacy I mean it's wild <laughs> it's really wild so we're setting limits because we have to do it for ourselves no one else is going to look out for us in that way um, another one is really engaging in community you know, spending time with friends and family members, not feeling alone in all of this. So please connect, even if it's just on social media, that's not a just for some people that is where they find community because otherwise they're not in an area where they have access to it due to disability or due to where they literally geographically live or whatever the other reasons are, but find community. We can't be, I don't want people to feel alone in all of this. This is a tough time. We need to be we need the support of others. It's called borrowed functioning and, and co-regulation, you know? It's hard. I don't know what I would do without some of the resources I have people to turn to and to say, yo, tell me, tell me, um, tell me what's going on. Tell me what's possible. I was going to jokingly say, tell me everything's going to be okay, but no one can tell you that because I don't know that it's going to be. I don't know that everything's going to be okay. 
it's getting worse. <laughs> I had someone on my IG telling me if I don't like America to move. And I'm like, no, I'm going to stay and fight. I'm going to stay and make it better. I'm one of the, I am of privilege. I probably could easily leave the country if I wanted, but that's a cop out. Um, I'm not going to leave everyone behind. I'm going to stay and fight. And I'm using every platform I have for this fight, the radio show, my social media, my clinical practice, other things I'm writing and working on, you know, and we all need to do that, especially people in positions of privilege, especially people in positions of power, but please organize, take to the streets, um, make your voice heard. Please do know that this, the, you know, next election is going to be a huge deal. The stakes are so high. So start talking to your friends and family members about voting and who they're voting for and why. Um, also starting to pay attention to helping people get safe access to abortion, stocking up on the abortion pills so you can do an at-home abortion. Purchase them now. If you're, if you're a male, trans or cis, buy a whole bunch of them for yourself and for other people, for the people you care about. Um, let people know if you're a safe resource. Again, uh, the governors of California, Portland, um, I always say Portland, sorry, <laughs> Oregon and Washington are forming, you know, the West Coast defense where they're like, we will keep abortion legal. You, this is a safe space for you. Companies are going to help bail abortion protesters out of jail, like Patagonia. Other companies are saying, we will help you go get abortions like Dick's Sporting Goods. That's amazing allyship. Ask your company and your bosses, what are you doing to be a part of this battle? What are you doing to show that you support me? Like I show that I support you by giving you my labor every single day so you can have a company. You know, like ask, check in, look out for. We're all in this together. But my God, vote. Talk about these issues, you know, and take to the streets. I'm going to keep talking about it with y'all and we'll keep trying to figure out how to look out for ourselves while we're doing what we're doing. Coming up next, we got DMs. If you got a DM for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Questions, topics, things you want us to hit, circle back to, drop deeper into. Always anonymous, always confidential, helping you out as we're helping out other people, you know? No questions, stupid. Um, also, check out past episodes of the show over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline, and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share because we got a lot to unlearn and a lot to relearn. Always a resource for you, but more to come. So um, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Love Language with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey 
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, we're back. Now it's time to slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. This one is uh, very long, so hang in there with me. We're going to go on a journey with this question. Uh, Hey, Dr. Chris. I've been with my boyfriend now for over two years. All right. He travels to see me because our jobs and school schedules plus sports play on the weekends. Uh, He travels to see me because of our jobs. I don't, that doesn't really make sense. Um, he travels to see you because you're in your uh, long distance relationship. I think that's what that means. Anyway, but you're both busy with school, sports, and your jobs. Got it. But it has come to the point where it just feels like the same routine over and over. Sex has become a chore. My sex drive used to be so high. Now it's next to nothing. While he's not here on the weekends, I go to grad school, go out with friends. I've started to be attracted to other men. Okay, I'm going to stop you really quickly right there. The fact that you're attracted to other people has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that you have eyeballs. No matter how attracted, interested, committed you are in a relationship, you will still be oriented towards other attractive things in the world. We need to stop making meaning out of attraction to other people, places, and things as though that discredits the thing that we have. Are you, you know, again, I love Indian food. I love Thai food. um, I love Ethiopian food. Does that then mean that my interest in Italian food is nil, null, and void? No, you can like multiple things at one time. Like, remember that parents love multiple children at one time. I love all of my friends and my exes at one time. I love multiple kinds of food at one time. We can hold space and love and be interested and attracted to multiple songs, movies, friends, children, and also human beings. So I'm going to pull that part out of the story. Great. You're attracted to other people. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Uh, Back to your question. I'm not going to act on my feelings, you said, because I won't cheat. Great. That's called being an adult in the adult world with impulse control and boundaries and consideration of how your behavior impacts other people. Cool. High five, yo. Um, You said our relationship is an unknown feature because he is in the army. Oh, wow. It gets thicker and thicker and deeper and deeper and has training for three months over the summer. Uh, But come October, (laughs) he'll have to move and is unsure where. Right now we have a four-hour distance between us. All right, I dated someone for multiple years that lived in another country, you know? So, you know, four hours is nothing. I wish I could have gotten in the car, driven four hours, or taken a train or a bus or an airplane. I can't travel much because of my grad school schedule. Bam, there it is. Well, 
calm down. Grad school is, is maybe three days a week. You know what I mean? No one goes to grad school seven days a week. I've done a grad school program. I've done two doctoral programs. You got time. Let's calm down. Um, what's your question? Whoa, here's your question though. Any advice? You said he's trying to move and get stationed in my state. I don't know. I say this so lovingly. Your question's kind of all over the place and unclear to me. I'm not sure what you're struggling with. I'll try to break it down very quickly. So number one, um, sex has become boring because you're not keeping it interesting. Sex becomes boring because we do the same things in the same ways, in the same order, in the same places. Start having different kinds of sex. I can't say that enough to everyone on the show over and over. Do it differently. Stop doing the same things. A lot of people think sex is we kiss first, then we touch each other in our special spots, then we go to penetration, and then we get off and we're done. That is boring. Start with penetration sometimes. F start and finish and only make sex oral sometimes. Make sex only about one of you getting off sometimes. Change up when you do it, what parts of your body you engage. Most people are not engaging and utilizing their entire body. They're focusing just on genitals. We have to push on those edges and those boundaries and make it more novel, make it diverse. Watch some porn. Mimic what you're seeing in porn, what they're doing, how they're doing it, where they're doing it. Switch it up. Um, if you care about this person, four hours is nothing. You know, that's going to happen in our lives. We can't, we can't always want a relationship where the person lives locally and is available and everything's perfect. It doesn't work that way. So, wow, he's going to be four hours away. Big deal. Like I said, I've dated someone who lived in another country. Come on. Four hours is nothing. If you care about someone, that's how it works. We don't, we're not always going to find someone amazing who lives locally and very easily, you know, be happy. You found someone who cares about you. Do what you got to do to make it work and stop panicking about, interest in others and focus on making sex more fun. Maybe have an honest talk about the kinds of things you fantasize about, masturbate to, watch in porn and find ways to fold that into a relationship. All right. DMs come from our Loveline IG page. If you've got a question for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Questions, topics, things you want us to hit, circle back to, drop deeper into. And also we are channelq.com. That's where we want to go to check out past episodes of the show. Be kind to each other, y'all. Be kind to yourselves, those around you. Drop the bar. In every domain of our lives, we're doing 70% max. We're going easy on ourselves. Thanks for hanging out. Enjoy yourselves. See you tomorrow night, and uh, have a good rest of your night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.